Welcome, everyone, to the Wild Will Throwdown, Episode 2. And, of course, the new sponsor by White's Auto Sales, located at 1311 Highway US 31 in Austin, Indiana, or give them a call at 812-794-2886. We appreciate Brandon White and the game for coming on board as the 2023 sponsor of the Wild Will Throwdown. My name is Will Greenwell. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Hawk Carroll Adams, the guru of Race 8. Hawk, how are we doing on this eh, semi-beautiful day? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. We're just here and uh, thinking about racing, of course, and uh, getting ready for the next week. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, things have been going on. We didn't do a show last week uh, getting ready, of course. Um, we'll talk more about that, but I had to be in Indianapolis getting ready for our 2023 season. And it's just been super busy with everything kicking off the area. And if, that's a big if, Mother Nature would just cooperate. How about that? We've just been bombarded by nasty weather between wind, rain, storms, tornadoes, you name it, we've had it, Hawk. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about this last year and talked about it this year. Hopefully, we were talking that we wouldn't have to talk about it, but here it is, and uh, we just had to deal with and try to get around the raindrops, and, uh, you know, we have seen some racing, and things are looking up for this weekend, so uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and we'll talk a lot about that this weekend because, you know, as of now, this is the second weekend of April and most of every track has tried or has kicked off their 2023 season. But first, on today's show, we're going to be discussing the topic of the week. We're going to institute that again, discussing some of the results from around the area this past weekend and discussing some of the upcoming schedule for April 7th, 8th, and 9th Easter weekend. But first, let's jump into the topic of the week, Hawk. And we saw it at Sportstrom a couple weeks ago. It was the Choose Rule. Now, what is a Choose Rule if you've never heard of it, which most tracks are instituting it now? The Choose Rule is simply you bring out a caution or whoever brings out the caution. You do a couple laps. The race director will tell you next time by is the Choose Rule. So the leader has his choice outside, inside. He would go under the cone for the inside, outside the cone, or the marker for the outside. Now, what is why is this so significant? Because now everyone behind him would choose their position, their groove, outside or inside. Well, how is this significant? Well, say you're running, yeah, say you're running 14th spot, and everyone in front of you chooses the bottom. Now, I've seen it where like 16 spots, everyone chose the bottom because there was just no outside groove. But say that 14th spot chooses the outside. He is starting outside row one in second spot now. So he gained 13 positions on one caution. How about that, Hawk? Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. You know, I've, I've not seen it done down at the sports drone before. I think, you know, mostly I've seen it done on dirt and some of the bigger tracks on asphalt. But, yeah, they were trying it at sports drone just in the uh, Ford uh, Oval Division to kind of see how it went. I think everybody kind of liked it, but everybody's not really used to it. Just like you said, you know, uh, it's favorable on the inside uh, track on that one, on the inside groove. So a lot of them were just automatically, hey, I'm going to the inside, inside. And as you said, you know, you can play that strategy. When is it where, you know, you should go to the outside? So it, it plays a little bit more into the racer, you know, to decide and kind of see how they want to play it out at that part of the of the race and the restart. Yeah, absolutely, and a lot of tracks, like you said, are doing this, and, you know, we see NASCAR doing it now. We see dirt predominantly do it. Uh, we don't see it much with open wheel, but a lot of sprint car different series are instituting that now. Um, but, you know, Circle City, we're going to do that there as well on features only. 
I believe. And, you know, kind of like the affordable Fords, they're only doing it via the features. Now I think Dean Worrell and the gang's trying something new with that. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, but it is a great concept because, for instance, we saw the huge 200 lapper last year for the affordable Ford Crown Vicks, that Sportstrom's name, I should say, Crown Vicks at Salem, the MR Heating and Air-sponsored Crown Vicks. And what they did, you know, Salem Speedway, we know the 33-degree banking, you know it's predominantly the outside groove that's ran because you get the runoff the t- turns, you know. But... Um, a lot of guys gambled, and it made it very interesting that, you know, say the 14th spot guy, again, I'll use that, chooses the inside. He's going to, now, I guess you would say the pole because we saw that at Salem. The actually front runner, the leader, actually chose the high side at Salem in that Crown Vic for pretty much the whole race because I even called that with Don, and it was very interesting. Now this 14th spot guy, 13th, wherever he may have been running at, has come all the way up to the pole now. He, he's he's the leader. Um, you know, not on the scoring until it goes back to the green, but, you know, you're the leader. And I think that's very interesting. It gives a lot of guys a shot to regain. And we talked about this, you and I have, at Sportstrom Speedway, J-Rob Masterson was having no luck at all during that whole feature race event. And what had happened was, any more we'd see, if you go back to the old way at Sportstrom Speedway, he'd have trouble trying to get back up front. He'd be 20th. But it seemed like to me, Hawk, that two laps later, he was back up there competing for sixth and seventh spot, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, like I say, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's something new. I think a lot of guys haven't figured it out that, uh, you know, it could work to your advantage by going to that high side in that situation. And, uh, of course, a lot of it depends on how your car is handling and how the track is feeling. So that gives them another element, you know, another strategy to figure out uh, what they want to do. And they should be thinking about that more, you know, as the race goes on. And if they get a caution, then that's something they got to be thinking about. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, so that's just the topic of the week this week because it seemed to be a couple weeks back uh, a big deal at Sportstrom, which it really was because, you know, Sportstrom hadn't gone to any kind of choose rule like that. Um, prior to this year, so it's very interesting. Well, Hawk, uh, this past weekend, another force with Mother Nature uh, had happened, but uh, most of the whole area uh, was winded out, uh, if you will, on Saturday with cooler temperatures coming in most of the day. Um, you know, And then Sunday, a lot of events went to Sunday, and it was uh, kind of cool but sunny, beautiful day. If you're out in the sun, it was warmer definitely, but uh, – up at Circle City Raceway, let's kick it off where I was, and uh, we held practice on Sunday. Saturday we tried, but we got some training in for some of my staff and whatnot. But uh, we approached 50 cars in 15 different classes. Uh, track was not great, that's no secret, but a ton of moisture came in on Friday night. Storms came through. I uh, knew it was going to be tough, but we spoke to the drivers prior, and they wanted to be on the track no matter what. But it was really cool. Eddie Van Meter putting up uh, from Edco Welding $100 to the fastest car in practice in every division. 15 different divisions. If only one car was there, they still got the $100 bill. I'm very excited to see what that track's going to do this Friday night. We'll get to our upcoming schedule. But, uh, you know, it's it's really cool that Eddie uh, Van Meter and Edco Welding give someone practice and incentive. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I love that idea, you know, because, I mean, you want to go out there and get some practice. I mean, sure, that's the whole reason you're there. But as you said, another incentive and makes it a little bit exciting. It was almost like a, 
a little bit of a race within a, uh, the race or race within the practice, I guess you could say. I've never really seen that done before, so I thought it was a really cool idea. And uh, sounds like there's a lot of good things going on up there, Will. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we'll go back to the big story. The track was rough. There, There's a lot more that goes into dirt racing than it is an asphalt track. There are an asphalt track. And uh, Mother Nature plays a huge role in the moisture, the temperature, the humidity, a lot into that dirt. New clay at Circle City Raceway this year. And uh, it just it, it really was, was rough on Sunday because of the moisture we had on Friday night. And I think down in Whiteland, uh, which was about uh, 10, 15 miles from us, a tornado touched down. So bad weather through that Indianapolis area. And, uh, you know, down here in the southern area, of course, Sports Drum Speedway postponed, I should say canceled, on the regular show. And then they had uh, an event going down on there on Sunday. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Hawk? Yeah, they did get the uh, Sunday afternoon show, uh, April 2nd. They had the uh, KKR, the uh, karting show, had their opening day. They're going to run mostly on Friday nights the rest of the year, about every other week or so, one or two times a month. But uh, they had the opener this Sunday. And, of course, we you know we had spring break going on in the area. So there was some of the uh, families and the kiddos that were not there. But all in all, had a good turnout. It was great weather compared to, uh, you know, the rest of the weekend for sure. So we enjoyed that. And uh, so a good good turnout of carts come out for the opener. I'm sure they've got a lot more uh, going to be coming up the rest of the season. I've seen some new uh, new people there, some new carts. And so a lot of exciting things going on with the KKR. They've been really building that up the last couple of years there at Sports Drill. So really got a good thing going, bringing the new kids in. But, yeah, we, uh, we started that. Of course, as you said, the – Saturday night portion, April 1st, uh, could not run. They really wanted to run that show. You know, it was, uh, they was really trying to get it in because, uh, you know, the rain was had moved out Friday, but it was just so cold and windy and it was just miserable day. And so I think it was a good call that they, uh, called that one off on the uh, Saturday night and just, uh, just, just pack it in and just try it again for the next week. Yeah, no doubt, and uh, Dean, we're on the gang, do a great job with KKR, um, the Kentucky Anna Karting Racing Series and whatnot, so it's really cool to see. But uh, there was some action um, right across the way from us, Indianapolis Speedrome on Sunday afternoon. Of course, they postponed to Sunday. Talked to Jonathan Bird a little bit on Saturday. He was very excited for what they had uh, going on on Sunday. It was the Wayne Arnold Memorial for the Browns Oil Service Late Model Figure 8 Division. Man, big top five. Jeffrey Shocker for the number 28, picking up where he left off in the 2022 season. Uh, Artie Ware, heck of a run coming through the field. He finished second. Mark Tunney, the marksman, finished third. Chad Sizemore, fourth. Matt Smith in that fifth spot. Also in action was the Shelbyville Auto Parts Street Stocks, where Jordan Hahn, Casey Victory, and Kevin Smith were your top three cars. Then the Reef Aquarium Shop Adult Fast Carts, John Hargraves Jr., Jared Gerke, and uh, also another Jarrett Gerke, I believe, junior or senior, finished in that third spot. The Legend Series were on hand. Ashton Morello, Corey Adams, Eddie Fosnight was your top three. The Mini Late Model Oval, Xavier King picked up the win. And the Mini Late Model Figure 8, Ben Limbach picked up the win there. But uh, I want to pause a little bit here. I talked to Scott and I a couple weeks. I know, Harold, you and I discussed this. But a lot of people don't know the name Wayne Arnold and the significance of his present. But, uh, you know, Scott gave me a lot of good information Listen to this. Um, the winningest figure eight driver in track history, 130 figure eight wins alone in late model figure eight division points competition. 
20-plus division wins, 82, 83, and 84, plus a bunch of outlaw wins. Season figure eight win streaks, 11, 9, 8, and 7 during his late model career. Those are win streaks for people who don't know, not years, win streaks. 1990 Hall of Fame inductee, Father Billy also inducted into the Hall of Fame. Three-time, not one, not two, but three-time three-hour winner, 1983, 85, and 89. Last race was the 2001 three-hour finished third. How about that resume? I mean, it's really incredible if you think about it. I mean, uh, as much as a lot of people keep up with figure eights, even myself, I didn't go up to speed room a lot back in those days. I I kept up with it a lot. Uh, you know, it's really amazing, you know, because everybody hears about all the Tunnies, you know, Bruce and Bill Jr. and uh, the St. John's and all them and Todd Dossies. I mean, you hear about a lot of that. But, you know, Wayne Arnold, I think, has been a name that's been kind of forgotten about, I guess you could say, because listening to what you're saying there, I mean, that is some incredible stats. Thinking about him going against all the great competitors through those years. And I mean, just to win the three iron alone is amazing, but to win it three times, that's really hard to do. So, uh, you know, it's great that they're, uh, you know, having a memorial race to kick off the season uh, for, for Wayne Arnold. Yeah, if you think about that resume, you know, I, I, I'm younger, okay, just 33, not making fun of anybody who's older, but I didn't really brush up on the history back at the speed droning days. Um, you know, I grew up at Louisville Motor Speedway, didn't even get to be around during the fairground speedway days. Um, so that was pretty cool to, to hear Scott say that. And um, the winningest driver in figure eight history and possibly the world, that is a, a testament of what kind of driver he was and the talent that he brought to this form of racing. But uh, moving on here, upcoming schedules. Upcoming schedules, big weekend all the way around. Like you and I talked about, April 1st and 2nd are over. That's the first weekend. You know, Sports Drum starts early, right, uh, here in the area. They start in the March. Some other tracks do, too. Second weekend, everyone's trying to start. Mother Nature's still playing a role. But then this weekend, everyone's usually kind of up and running by now. But we'll kick it off where I'll be, Circle City Raceway, this Friday night. This Friday night is opening night. Uh, depending on when this broadcast gets released, hopefully we, you know, we'll be talking about it in, in kind of ahead of time. But uh, Hadley Towing and Recovering Crate Late Models, Sherco Company, UMP Modifieds, Superstocks, Pro Legends, Mod Lights, 4 p.m. Pit gates open. We're very excited to kick off the 2023 season. Brand new ownership up there at Circle City Raceway. And Hawk, I believe something is happening this uh, Wednesday night. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we do have uh, some Wednesday racing to talk about, which makes it kind of kind of tricky with our show here because we, we kind of record things. You know, you record things uh, during the week, and we talk about the upcoming weekend of racing. But uh, we do need to touch on uh, Wednesday night racing that's going to start up coming up April 12th at the I-65 Speedway in Scottsburg, Indiana. Uh, Sports Drome and Mike and Dean and all them, They've kind of worked out a deal with uh, Scottsburg Fairgrounds, and they're going to do a show on Wednesdays once a month, uh, basically on every teen uh, of the month, if you will, uh, except for the opener. Uh, the only reason they're doing it on April 12th instead of the 19th is because Brownstown has a big show on the 19th. So they backed it up to the 12th. And once again, due to weather and then, uh, some of the improvements up there, they weren't sure – they're going to get that in, but we uh, we just got word here today, uh, according to uh, 
everything at the 12th is on. So I 65 Speedway will be opening up April 12th and that's going to involve the UMP mods, UMP Hornets, the uh, Ford Crown Vicks and the Smack Talkers, if you will. And uh, they are wanting to uh, get that show. The racing started around 7 p.m. on Wednesday and then try to get you out of there about 10 or 1030 in a good timely manner. So everybody get ready for school and work the next day. So uh, I'll be a part of that, too. I'm going to be uh, probably doing some of the announcing, helping out with some of the announcing early on until I believe uh, Brandon's going to take over later on once he uh, gets there from work. So he's going to have to have, uh, you know, take care of business there. So I'm going to try to fill in for a while until he can get there, and then I'll probably pick up the camera and take some pictures of the features. Yeah, absolutely. Pit gates slated to open at 4 p.m. Drivers meeting 5.30. Hot laps and then, of course, like you said, racing at 7. Pit gates $35. Front gates 5.30. Adults 15. Teenagers, seniors $10. Kids 12 and under free. Hump day, race day on April the 12th. Pretty cool that uh, Mike Gibson is bringing the I-65 Speedway back to life, if you will. But then, of course, let's, eh, let's rewind the tape a little bit. One of the biggest races at Sportstrom Speedway happening this Saturday night. Weather looks absolutely stunning. Rocky Glover Memorial. Keep cool 100 for the Kentuckiana Tank Wash Modified Figure 8 Division. Of course, we lost Rocky Glover. He meant the world to all of the racing community. Uh, I love talking to Rocky, the knowledge, and, of course, the guru of G&G Radiator. But uh, pretty cool to have the Keep Cool 100 uh, and, of course, mixing it in the Rocky Glover Memorial. Uh, looks like the trophies will pay out that you will get trophies for first through third, which is really cool. And then also in action, this is a huge night Hawk, uh, the ICA Dempster sportsman, the affordable Ford oval and figure eight powder puff and smack talkers. Another full card at the drone this Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Uh, of course, Rocky Glover, uh, been involved in racing for many, many years, used to be a driver way back in the seventies and into the eighties. And, uh, he's had a large part of, uh, racing in the community, especially at Sportstrom, uh, putting on a lot of races, including this Keep Cool race and the Figure 8 Madness at the end of the year. Uh, he's done a lot of different things, and, yeah, he's been friends with everybody. He's fr- he was a friendly guy, knew everybody, and, yeah, he liked to call and talk. He'd just call up one night, and just me and him would just chit-chat on the phone for a couple hours, you know, about racing. And, uh, you know, if I went over to a shop, the G&G Radiator shop, uh, you know, we'd stand there and talk for an hour or two. So it was great. I know he knew everybody. I knew, you know, he was a friend of all the racers. So a big loss to the racing community. So, of course, it's great that they're, uh, you know, putting on this memorial race as part of the Keep Cool 100 for the uh, modified figure eight division. Yeah, weather looks absolutely stunning. Looks like we're going to finally get a dry spell in the area after this middle of this week. But also up at Indianapolis Speedrome, April the 7th, going to be Elevated Concepts Drifting, April the 8th. On Saturday is going to be the Browns Oil Service Late Model Figure 850 Lap Main Event, Factory Front Wheel Drive, Junior Fast Carts, Ford Oval, and Ford 8 uh, make the return this year for the 2023 campaign. Uh, looking over to the east a little bit, northeast, the Anderson Speedway, going to be the 23rd running of the Glen Nebel Classic for the 500 Sprint Car Tour. Also on hand, the Kenyan Midgets and Thunder Roadster is going to be in action as well. Florence Speedway, we'll change it up back to dirt a little bit. Dollar Days this Saturday night is also honoring members of our armed forces with free admission, so that's pretty cool. And how about we go way uh, northwest? We'll go to the Evergreen Speedway up in uh, by Seattle, Washington. Our buddy uh, James Conley and the gang out there for the Northwest Figure 8 Series. 
But uh, they're going to have Ghost Energy Season Opener 2 with Street Stocks Legend Cars. Uh, I believe that is Super Stock Figure 8 and Youth Hornets on hand. You know, Harold, and we'll talk about this a little bit. It's it's really cool how different areas of the country have different names and uh, how they do their lineups and the different division names as well. How about that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it is kind of interesting, and it's uh... – it's funny to see, you know, you know, if we're not used to it or you're not used to a name, you're like, whoa, what is that? You know, like, you know, they call their front wheel drives up there stingers and stinger eight. So I think that's pretty interesting too. Yeah, no doubt. And of course, down here again, Brownstown Speedway, uh, Saturday night, going to be super late models. The Northern All-Stars, my buddy James Essex, uh, he's the announcer for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Car Series. He's bringing that series back. Also, the uh, ILMS, uh, the Indiana Late Model Series, going to be the pro late models in action. It's going to be Super Stocks, Hornets, and Pure Stocks as well on hand at the Brownstown Speedway this Saturday night. Paragon Speedway will be having the Nathan Byron Memorial. That would be 410 Sprint Cars, uh, Super Stocks, Bombers, and Hornets. Then you go to Lincoln Park Speedway, another great dirt track I have not visited. I want to get over there sometime. Uh, they're going to have 410 Sprints, 9-Wing, Dirt Car, UMP Modifieds, Indiana, Super Stocks, and Bombers as well. And, uh, Hawk, man, it looks like most tracks have officially kicked off their 2023 season. Yeah, it looks like we're uh, in full go now. We just have to get Mother Nature to cooperate so everybody can get going and get into the groove and uh, get this 2023 racing season going. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, today going to be another short episode. Um, once we get everything filed and lined out and everything going on, you know, um, just to put my personal life out there as well, I'm, of course, Close on my new house, our new house in Lanesville this Friday. Uh, taking care of my father, you know, the health conditions that I've been in, trying to get all the surgery stuff wiped out. And uh, I know me being director of race operations up at Circle City, it's really taken a lot of time. But once this couple of months gets passed, I know you're doing a lot of extra work too with uh, parking trucks for Ford and whatnot. We're kind of, it's the busy season, but we're just adding more busies to it. So, uh, we'll be able to get going and have the new studio set up in the new home and uh, we'll, we'll get it lined out here and uh, have more guests and whatnot come up. So, uh, But Hawkeye, uh, we're gearing up for another great weekend. What is your final thoughts before we go into the second weekend of April here for racing? Well, I'm just like I say, I'm just ready to get things going, get in a groove. You know, we, we, we anticipate the start of the season and then schedules have to change because of the weather and this happens, this cancels, this moves. So it's kind of like, you know, and the weather is kind of, yeah, and you go out there in the cold. I don't like the cold, as a matter of fact. I mean, I like it warm. So I'd rather have it 100 degrees than 40 degrees. But that's just me. But, you know, I'm ready to get things going and get into the warmer weather and drier weather and, uh, and get into this racing thing week in, week out. And so we can talk about a full slate of racing each and every week on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm ready for the weekend. I think it's going to be a great weekend. Friday night, uh, I believe you're going to try to head up with me if you can, and uh, we're going to go up and uh, celebrate our season opener at Circle City Raceway. Uh, Saturday night, I know, Hawk, you'll be down at the Sports Drum Speedway, your home track. I'll be up in the press box this Saturday supporting and taking notes for the podcast at Sports Drum. That's tentative plans. But another little thing, it's Easter Sunday coming up. Uh, I know I'm a proud Christian, so it's, and I know you are as well, Hawk, and uh, that's a great holiday to observe and uh, very happy that, uh, you know, he up there gives us everything and freedom we get to do down here and have fun at it. Uh, but also, just if you're not going to do anything Sunday night or whatever, 
Um, the Bristol Dirt Race at Bristol for the uh, NASCAR Cup Series takes place, so that's pretty cool as well if you have nothing to do, but uh, that's pretty cool. But, as always, another episode of the Wild Will Throwdown has come and gone. I would like to thank our title sponsor, White's Auto Sales, for the dedication to the show. Everyone at Dirt 2 Media for giving us the platform to present the show and do what we do. Dustin, Ryan, and everyone over there. And, of course, the great fans, drivers, and crews for your support. We cannot say thank you enough for supporting this show and supporting the love of racing that we want to just get it out there and get all you the respect you deserve and exposure. And, of course, until next time, I am Will Greenwell and my co-host, Harold Adams, and we will see you around the turn. Have a good week, everybody.